Greetings. Welcome, Stay Empowered people. This is Ia Ocean Remy Lekun, Kenyatta Mekon Moon, aka Kenny Moon of Ile Yemoja Achaba Obara Meji. And I welcome you to Thriving Thursdays. I am so excited. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to it. Let's get started with our collective breath. We're going to, at the count of three, start our inhale, which is a four count. We're going to hold after the inhale for four. We're going to release and exhale with a ha sound for four. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's get into it. One, two, three. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. And with that release, really, really release. Release your shoulders, release all your tension. You are here now. Nothing else, and I mean nothing else matters right now because only what you are and where we are right now, that's all that matters. I am so happy to share spirit-led message with you this evening on this Thriving Thursdays. And this message is one that I received today in my daily movement. It is time for you, for me, for all of us to fight for our well-being. Now, let me be clear because I remember years and years ago hearing uh, philosopher Eckhart Tolle talk about um, war. And he said, the moment you say you're going to war against something, you've lost. So this is not a war against, I'm speaking of when I say fight. This is a fight for something. And that something is you. Take charge of this life so that it is not wasted, so that everything you've been through and risen above was not in vain. Take charge because you have been given through sacrifices unknown the ability to do so. You can get the support you need and it is available for you. So I'm not saying that your well-being or even my well-being, I'm not saying that it's easy to come by. What I am saying is that it is absolutely accessible. Being your best you is accessible. So here's a tool to get you on your way. For the next 10 days, I'm inviting you to remove the phrase, I can't, from your vocabulary. Now, however it shows up, you might not actually say the word can't because maybe you've you know, been programmed not to say can't, but research your language and listen for your replacement if you don't actually say the phrase, I can't, and I'm gonna invite you to remove it. Give it 10 days and observe yourself as you're doing it. Now, we're going to replace I can't by becoming more clear of what we can do by investigating a question like, Well, what happens if, okay? So I'm going to share with you something that happened today so you can see how and or hear, because you're not watching, hear how this lesson evolved for me. So I felt distressed today because just last night I had introduced an idea to another ally of mine for for us to commit to a well-being practice that we're doing for a few minutes each hour. 
So the plan was for us to set an hourly alarm so that every hour on the hour, this alarm would go off and simultaneously, though in different areas, she and I would be engaging in this practice together. Now, my first dilemma occurred when I realized I had no apps that would go off every hour without me having to reset it. I didn't have the time nor the energy to set up 10 or 11 alarms to cover the hours that I wanted to engage in the practice. So last night I set the first three and I figured I would set the next ones throughout my day. So I work with children. That means that I'm pretty intensely engaged throughout my day. So when the first alarm went off, I wasn't able to engage. I stopped and I engaged in the practice. I even invited the children to do it with me, which they loved. When the second alarm went off, I was in the middle of teaching a lesson. And there was some disturbance in the class, which made me feel like I couldn't stop right at that moment to do it. So did you hear that? That was my first I can't statement. By the time the third alarm went off, there was something else going on in the, in the room that required so much of my attention and energy that I ignored it. I actually felt frustrated by it. And I also never got around to setting the next alarms. So for those of you listening, I know you can relate how many times you set up something for yourself, you put your alarms, you put your notices, you have your your support partner, whatever you do to get yourself, your future self on board. And then when that thing comes around that you set up, you get annoyed by it. You're almost like pissed off at yourself and (laughs) frustrated by the, the way that it's intervening in your real life, quote unquote. So I went through that. I felt so frustrated. I was like, oh, So by the time it was, you know, well past that third alarm, I remembered how I had forgot to set the other alarms and how I did not engage in the practice for the rest of my morning. And I thought to myself, you know what? I can't do this. You hear that? My next I can't statement. I thought about why it was too stressful to do this. It was too difficult and too unrealistic for me to set an alarm and engage every hour in this wellness practice, even though it was just a few minutes each hour. Now I'm well aware of how much I do give in an hour, how I must be present for everyone else between the children I'm teaching, my colleagues, my own children who text me throughout the day for any and everything being on call for the elders in my life, connecting with my clients and so on. I have all kinds of real life things that are coming up in any given moment, as do most likely all of you. So when I was driving home this afternoon and I was going into my frustration and my I can't statements, this message came through to release my I can't statements and instead be with what I really see as the challenges and name them as such, and then determine how willing I am to work through the challenges to get to my well-being. This is the fight I'm talking about. I have to now ask myself, and I will, how willing am I to fight for my own well-being? So I changed my I can't, my I can't do this, because it is too whatever, fill in the blanks, to deciding that I would shift the very nature of my own classroom. 
I reminded myself that yes, it is challenging to do this, but only until it's not. I reminded myself that I am the master of my own domain. Wherever I go, I am the master of me. And so if I'm sharing space with others, I'm bringing something wonderful into that space, something that is not self-centered to the detriment of others. And as long as I'm doing that, then it will be good for all. That is my power. What I can do is adjust the schedule of my teaching so that every hour on the hour, I can ring a chime and my students and I can all stop and take this well-being break together. Doesn't that sound so divine? It was me releasing the I can't and turning it into an empowered I can that will now create a practice that I am so excited to introduce to my students tomorrow. I know this will benefit every single child that I teach. I know it will. I know that this will benefit every other educator and paraprofessional who walks into my room, even carrying the stress of any moments they had before they got there. They already, you know, call my room the Mary Poppins room of like, ah, they all say that when they walk in anyway. So they'll get more of my juice. But all of this came because I was willing to fight for my well-being. Please know without hesitation that everyone you come into connection and contact with, whether they be strangers or long-term partners, they will absolutely benefit by your fighting for your well-being. So take care of you. Release the I can't. Dissect it to determine what you can do and fight for your well-being. And in this fight, my dear loves, be courageous, be audacious, be unstoppable. Thank you so much for joining me for Thriving Thursdays, where we are here to thrive together. Let's do it, y'all. Take great care. I look forward to our next week together.